Good morning. Good morning. All right, come on over here. Good morning. All right, it is a good morning. It's the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. So thank you all for coming. We're so glad you're all here. Those of you in the balcony, it's a little hard to see you, but I can see there's some of you up there. Those of you that are joining us online, and I know this morning we have some special people joining us online, and I imagine, I know we have some special guests here because of this day. So we're grateful that you're all here this morning. I was thinking as we were preparing, this is one of the signs of how significant this day is, is that um, Pastor Sam, who's here, is wearing a tie. Pastor Chris is wearing a tie, and I'm wearing a tie. (laughs) And we are very honored to have Pastor Sam Smucker and Cheryl and his wife here. Pastor Sam um, has been here before. They drove up from Lancaster, Pennsylvania yesterday and and are driving back this afternoon. And you can tell his love for this church because he's not going to get to watch his beloved Eagles play on the way home. So he has made a sacrifice to come here, and we're very grateful. We're very grateful that they are here today. This is, in all seriousness, a significant day. It's an historic day for Faith Christian Center because it's, we're celebrating an, an event that is significant in the change and this transition of the leadership of this church today. Today what we're doing here is we're publicly recognizing what the Holy Spirit has been doing here over a period of time. And it's important to publicly demonstrate this transition so that we can all see, understand, and appreciate as God's will and plan for FCC continues. Pastor Sam and Sherilyn have overseen and assisted in this transfer. They are regional directors for RMAI, Raymond Ministerial Association International, which is the uh, organization out of Raymond Bible Church, uh, Raymond Bible uh, Church, yes, that um, oversees this regional this region, and I am ordained through there, Pastor, uh, Pastor um, Ray is ordained through there, and uh, this church is part of that organization. So he has helped with this process, which I'll talk about a little more in a few minutes. Um, and six years ago, he went through his own transition, and so he's very experienced with this, as well as overseeing 29 churches that have come out of that church in, in Lancaster, as well as this whole region of RMEI ministers and churches. So he's been through a number of these things, the process as well as the, the service of transition. So we're very grateful that they've been here and to be very much a part of this and that you have been an invaluable help to us and to the elders. So what we're going to do this morning, yes, honor them. What we're going to do this morning is he is going to come up in a moment and share his heart with you in some things about transition. And then I will come up and I will share some things about where we've been and how we've gotten here. And then we're going to uh, give a charge to Pastor Chris and to Jen, and then uh, invite the elders and their pastors and their wives up. We're going to lay hands upon them. And then uh, Pastor Chris will close with some sharings from his heart. So would you welcome back to the FCC pulpit our good friend and leader, Pastor Sam Smucker. Good morning. morning. Greet you in the name of Jesus. Give you greetings from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Amish country. (laughs) 
Go Eagles, huh? <laughs> yeah. Who, who's your team up here? Oh, okay. Bill, Bill Belichick, huh? All right. Hey, that's okay. I like Brady. But Brady's, Brady's not there anymore. So, anyway, we're thrilled to be here today. Um, we're honored to be here. It's a very important day uh, for us to be gathered here today, important time together. It's a time to thank God for his guidance in the life of this congregation. Transition of leadership from one generation to the next is a very important process. This has been a, a deeply prayerful process. Uh, I know that because I know John and Anita and I know they're people of prayer. And, of course, others and many of you have prayed uh, for this day, prayed that it would be a successful time for this church and for the future of this church. Counsel and wisdom has been considered from the leadership here and from others who love and care about the church, this church, Faith Christian Center, and its future. Cheryl and I have had the privilege to know and meet with Pastor John and Anita a number of times over the last several years to talk about this time that is happening today. It's always amazing. You know, you talk about something years in advance and then finally <laughs> it's here. Time just keeps on going, doesn't it? It doesn't stop for anybody. And then uh, we have become acquainted with Pastor Chris and Jen and had the opportunity to see their hearts uh, for this congregation and the calling that is on their lives. I listened to Pastor Chris's message uh, from the 15th of January called Beyond. Great message. And then I uh, listened to Pastor Ray's message from last week talking about the heart. Great message. Loved it. And um, so God's plan for a church is for that church to continue to minister from generation to generation. I, I found this scripture the other day. Well, I mean, it was here all the time, but. <laughs> Did you ever read through the Bible, you know, and, and then you read a portion again and you said, well, I never saw that before. Uh, but in Numbers 27, uh, beginning at verse 15, it says, Then Moses said to the Lord, O Lord, you are the God who gives breath to all creatures. Please appoint a new man as leader for the community. Give them someone who will guide them wherever they go and will lead them into battle. So the community of the Lord will not be like sheep without a shepherd. The Lord replied, take Joshua, son of Nun, who has the spirit in him. And lay your hands on him. Present him to Eleazar, the priest before the whole community. And publicly commission him to lead the people. Transfer some of your authority to him so the whole community of Israel will obey him. When direction from the Lord is needed, Joshua will stand before Eleazar, the priest, who will use the Urim, one of the sacred Lot's cast before the Lord to determine his will. This is Old Testament. 
This is how Joshua and the rest of the community of Israel will determine everything they should do. Today, of course, we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. Aren't you glad about that? So Moses did as the Lord commanded. He presented Joshua to Eleazar, the priest, and the whole community. Moses laid his hands on him and commissioned him to lead the people just as the Lord had commanded through Moses. Moses recognized the need for new leadership, or I should say maybe for next generation leadership. He went to the Lord and asked the Lord for a new man to lead the community. Someone who has the spirit of God in him. Transfer authority to him, God told Moses, and publicly commission him to lead the people. Moses presented Joshua to the people and laid his hands on him. Then let's look at another scripture in the book of Deuteronomy, the last chapter of that uh, book, Deuteronomy Deuteronomy 34. It says, Now Joshua, son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom, for Moses had laid his hands on him, referring back to Numbers. So the people of Israel obeyed him, just doing just as the Lord had commanded Moses. There has never been another prophet in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. The Lord sent him to perform all the miraculous signs and wonders in the land of Egypt against Pharaoh and all his servants and his entire land. With mighty power, Moses performed terrifying acts in the sight of all Israel. So there has never there was never another prophet in Israel like Moses whom the Lord knew face to face. Pastors John and Anita or Pastor John and Anita have poured their lives into this congregation into you and have ministered faithfully for many years. Some of you have been here for all of those years. Some of you have been here for part of the time. Maybe some of you are fairly new. But there will never be another John and Anita Pfeffer. <laughs> Just like Moses, not going to be, ever be another prophet like that. It's never going to be another Pastor John and Anita Pfeffer. They have served the Lord with all their heart and have served you so well. They have been faithful and recognize the need to transfer their heart and leadership anointing to the next generation. And they deserve, just always remember this, they deserve ongoing honor. No matter how long they live, They deserve honor because of how they have poured their lives into Faith Christian Center all of these years. And then Pastor Chris and Jen served here faithfully for many years in different capacities. And the Lord has led them to this day and time. Another scripture I thought about was in the book of Joshua. I'm going to begin at verse 3 because the first verse says, After 
the death of Moses. You know, John and Anita have not died yet. They're still here. So I'm going to start in verse 3. He says, I promise you what I promised Moses. Now he's talking to Joshua here. I promise you what I promised Moses. Wherever you set foot, you will be on land I have given you. From the Negev wilderness in the south to the Lebanon mountains in the north, from the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west, including all the land of the Hittites. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. For I'll be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. You see, the same anointing that is on Pastor John and Anita will be transferred to Pastor Chris and Jen. And they will function in that anointing and then also in their own place and in their own anointing. But there's a certain anointing on this church that will be transferred uh, today by the laying on of hands. And then he says, be strong and courageous for you're the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you'll be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Remember that, Chris, Pastor Chris. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So the Lord will lead Pastor Chris and Jen just as he has led Pastor John and Anita. He will use them to lead this congregation into the future. You will prosper in your calling as you stay faithful to the word of God. The Lord will give you courage, make you strong to lead Faith Christian Center along with your team here. I mean, I was, I was a pastor for 40 years at Worship Center in Lancaster, but at the beginning stages, I soon found out that I couldn't do near everything myself and I needed many people around me. I needed a team of people around me And so it's the same thing here. The Lord will give you courage, make you strong to lead Faith Christian Center. The Lord has given you a heart for the people in this congregation. He's given you leadership abilities to lead this congregation into the future. Your love for Jesus is evident. Your love for Jesus is deep. As I have observed you and as I have Uh, interacted with you a number of times. And Pastor Chris and Jen have leadership, have servant leadership hearts. And that's the best leadership. When you have leaders that have a servant's heart, that is the best. They have a passion and a vision to see Faith Christian Center continue to grow. 
and fulfill its assignment from God and continue to be a thriving church reaching this community and the world with the love of Jesus Christ. The Lord has given you a team to serve with you, like I said, to fulfill God's plan for this church. So Pastor Chris and Jen, you know, the foundation that's built here is strong and firm and it's been built many years. So now you have the opportunity and the privilege to build on that foundation and build on that legacy that has been built here. Like Pastor John said, uh, five and a half years ago, uh, Sherlin and I went through a transition as well. We pastored for 40 years. We, um, we pioneered Worship Center and pastored there for 40 years. But I always felt like the Lord said 40 years. You know, you know and every transition is different. So there's no, you know, you have to find your way. There are certain principles that you can follow of course, and learn from others, but you have to find your, everybody has to find their way when it comes. But you know, it's inevitable that this will happen. If Jesus doesn't come back, it's inevitable. Did you know that you're all going to die? That not one of you is going to escape that unless Jesus comes back before, right? And so these kind of things are inevitable. They will come. And, and that's why I think it's so wonderful that it, it, there's a, there was a plan put in place because too many times as I have traveled around and ministered and helped other churches through this kind of thing, sometimes they wait too long and maybe sickness and disease comes in and, and, and just, there's, they, and they're forced. It's better to have a plan. And that's why I love what's going on right here today. And we went through a four year process at worship center and we handed it over to uh, Matt Milan, who was in our church since he was four years old. How old were you, Pastor Chris, when you came here? Not four. Were you a teenager? Teenager, yeah. But you've been here many years because you're, I mean, you're, you're not old, but you're older. <laughs> older, you know. You're 51. 51, so from a teenager to 251, I mean, that's like, what, 30 years or more. So you've been here a long time. So you, in a, so you know the DNA here. You know what's going on here. You know the people, and the people know you. And so we went through our transition. You know, for a pastor, it's a little scary, if I can just be real open. It's a little scary. And I, and I know some of the things that Pastor John and Anita are feeling today. It's an emotional thing. I know that because it was for us because you love the people. It doesn't mean they're going to go away, you know, but it's, it's different because uh, they won't have the responsibility that they had before. And, um, and so it, it, it's an interesting thing, but uh, I must say our transition, which, and I believe this one will be the same is, was a good one. I mean, five and a half years later, the church is thriving and, um, Pastor Matt is doing a wonderful job. He's a great teacher of the word. And we still go there when we're not out preaching somewhere, which is out most Sundays. And um, still there. I have an office there. They honor me as the founding pastor. 
And so it's, it's good to have good, healthy honor going on, good, healthy relationships going on in a transition. And um, that's, that's just, that pleases the Lord. So um, that's what it's all about today. That's the foundation. The foundation has been built here. We'll continue to be built as you all work together in fulfilling the assignment that God has given Faith Christian Center. Amen? Amen. So uh, I'm not going to be long today because there's, John wants to speak and Chris wants to speak, so we want to do things uh, properly here. But I do have some gifts that I'd like to, uh, I, I like to come with gifts, you know. And so, um, Han, would you come and bring those gifts up here? And, and John and, and Anita, would you come as well? You can welcome them as they come to the platform. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay, John, this is for you. So if you could open it up and, and uh, show the people what it is. I know, we put that in there, then you have to take it out and everything. I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that is, that is a, a legacy Bible from Kenneth Hagin. Of course, that's where John went to Bible school. And uh, so many years ago, he's with the Lord now since 2003. And, but what a wonderful, wonderful teacher he was and how he has impacted our lives. So this is what they call his legacy Bible. So, and, and you know, you have so faithfully preached and taught the word here. So this is a symbol of thanks to you from us and from the congregation for you doing that. Amen. And then I'll let Sherlin explain to, I'll let Sherlin explain uh, uh, Anita's gift. So, so this is a picture, you know, and um, when I was thinking of picking out a gift for you, I was thinking about how much, and I asked the Lord tell me that, that I, to, to, so that I wouldn't cry, but uh, it's not working. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, I just uh, think of your heart. I think of how you just love to pour your life into to people, and you have such a compassionate and passionate heart that you love people so much. And uh, we just appreciate that about you. And so a picture, you're like this container. Okay. Uh, so a picture you can put in uh, whatever you want to put in, but you pour it out. And it uh, blesses whomever partakes of it. So that's you. You pour out your life to others with your heart and your love. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. And now, Chris, Pastor Chris and Jen, would you come? I just have one thing for both of you, and it's actually not even here. I, I ordered it, and it didn't come in in time. No, it didn't come in in time. I was disappointed. 
but they sent me a picture. (laughs) So now you're going to be, you know, receiving the baton today, so to speak. And so you're going to have to be, you're going to have to be an eagle. You're going to have to be eagles. Now you notice there's a fish in its claws. Fish for people. Faith Christian Center, fish for people. And so every time you look at this, uh, every time you look at this eagle with a fish in its claw, that'll remind you that that's what it's all about. Faith Christian Center, it's all about reaching people. Somebody says, well, Pastor Sam, what about discipleship? And then I always say, well, you can't disciple anybody unless you don't first reach them. Right? So first priority is reaching people right here in Seekonk, surrounding areas and wherever the Lord leads you. So, so Chris and Jen, when you, every time you see that eagle, wherever you're going to place it, when it comes, it'll come, it'll come, it'll come. Uh, just remember, uh, it's all about fishing for people. Amen. God bless you. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yep. All right, Pastor John. Told Anita standing there. Fifty-six years ago this July, we got married and we were very, very young. I had no idea what I was doing. I'm still figuring it out. And um, people ask me, how are you nervous? And no, no, fine. And I still remember standing there with my best man, and the door opens at the back. And this beautiful woman in this beautiful white dress stands at the back and my knees buckled because it suddenly hit me what I was doing. And I felt that way this morning a little bit. It's not that this has not been coming, not been building up. It's a, it's a day of, um, of mixed emotion in some ways because it's not just the transitioning out. It's the transitioning to our son and daughter-in-law. So I just have a few comments to make. I wrote them out, and I want to read them because I don't want to preach long. I don't want to preach because we have missed to do today. So you'll forgive me if I kind of read these. <sighs> the opportunity to have served you first as associate pastor and especially these yes last 14 years as your senior pastor has been the greatest privilege of my life. My time in these roles has been evidence of God's faithfulness to his call upon this church for now almost 44 years. God has always chosen someone to lead this body and he's always prepared for the future. Thirty-three years ago, I was practicing law at that point in Worcester, Massachusetts, and God led us here. 
And when we came here, I never dreamed in my wildest imagination we would be on staff here. I had the utmost respect for Pastor Sam Smith, the founding pastor, and Donna, who's still with us. And for the wonderful foundation that had been laid here, this church was well known in this whole region for Pastor Sam's work and the preaching of the word, and it was an honor just to be here. But as Pastor Sam Smith prepared to retire, he asked me to come on as the associate pastor to help in the transition. About 10 years later, I realized that what I had been called to do here was really done. And we started praying for what the next phase of our life was. And very suddenly and dramatically, we ended up in this role unexpectedly. It became clear at that time that God had positioned us here for all of that time in order to bring stability and and direction to this church through a number of crises that the church went through over a series of years. And I also began to realize when this suddenly came upon us how much God had equipped us through all the things we'd gone through before and prepared us for this role. The reason I share that and the lesson that I see that comes from this is that God is always looking ahead. We don't know what the rest of this year will bring. We don't know what tomorrow will bring. We don't know what next year will bring. And we've just come through three years of COVID, which we never expected. And yet we're still here. The church is still here. God is always looking to the future. He's always preparing for the future. So realizing this and the reality of my age... Six years ago, I began to pray and look for someone who God had chosen to lead this church for the next season of His plan. As I said, God always provides for His church a variety of ministry gifts, talents, and personalities. And we've always been blessed with a staff of great talent, great anointing, and great great and differing abilities. And the staff we have with us right now is by far no exception. But God will always choose one from among his leaders on whom he places the ultimate vision, the ultimate authority, and the ultimate responsibility. He does not choose based on these qualities or based on any outward sign as we might in the business world. God reserves the right to make his own choice. I appreciate what Jerry Ims shared with me a few weeks ago when he said somebody asked him, what do you think of this? I loved what Jerry's answer was. He says, God didn't ask my opinion. <laughs> and that's the truth. I think, as I, I think, back, as I look, think back on the story of, of God choosing and anointing King David. And he sent Samuel out to this father's house to choose and anoint the next king. The father brought out his oldest sons and paraded them and Samuel went in front of each one of them, and they all looked like they were strong and mature. And God said no to each one of them, and yet Samuel knew that God had told him to come and anoint the king. So he goes to Jesse, the father, and says, don't you have somebody else? And he said, oh, yeah, there's the boy out in the field taking care of the sheep. So call him in. And when he came in, the Spirit of God told Samuel, this is the one. And the verse that's in there is that God does not choose on outward appearance, but he chooses on the heart. 
In this process, I have involved the elders who have been in a measurable help. I've spent time, much time, consulting with Pastor Sam and spent a great deal of time in prayer. And over this time, through a series of events, one person began to emerge with the vision, the passion, and the leadership. But it was challenging to me, personally, because it became clear that it was our son. Challenge was on two fronts. First of all, I wanted to be careful, very careful, not to let my personal feelings affect my discernment. And also because I love our son and I love this church, and to put him in a position that God had not ordained or prepared him for would be disastrous for both. But over time, I watched God, God's work emerge in him, developing the heart of a pastor to add to his vision and passion. You know, it's important to know what your role is. And I've always known that my role was to lead this church through certain challenges and to prepare it for the next phase. I've also known that it, I was neither called nor qualified to lead it beyond this point. And I know some of you have come to me and said, why does this have to happen? You'd love this to stay here on and on and on. But God has not put that in me. And to do that would be selfish, and it would ultimately would cause weakness in the leadership of this church. But like King David, who at the end of his reign had it in his heart to build a temple to God, he said, God, you dwell in this tent, this tabernacle we have, and I dwell in this palace. That's not fair. I want to build a temple that's appropriate for you to live in and dwell in. And God said, it's not for you to do. You fought the battles and there's blood on your hands. It's for your son to build the temple. So what David did is he raised the money. He raised the resources that his son would be able to use to build the temple. The Bible describes this vision, authority, and responsibility as a mantle, M-A-N-T-L-E. It's like a cloak or a cape that sets upon you. It's what was on Elijah that he carried and that Elisha carried for him. And then when Elijah was taken up in a whirlwind, it was that mantle that fell on Elisha, his successor, and the anointing passed to him, and actually a double anointing passed to him. It rests on the leader, and it comes from God. It's the anointing to lead, and it's like a shepherd. When I stepped into this role, I can tell you where I was and the moment I was, standing right over here on a stage that was different than this, in the middle of a communion service, I could feel that mantle settle down on me. And I could suddenly see things with a clarity I couldn't see before. And I asked God what it was, and he said, it's like the shepherd suddenly raises his head above the sheep, and the shepherd can see things that the sheep can't see, can see the dangers, can see the direction. Over the last year and a half, I have very clearly felt this mantle shifting from in me over to Pastor Chris. I have felt it in worship services. I've felt it in conversations. I've even felt it in his preaching. Just last week, I think it was, that he made a comment to me. 
He said, I'm finding that I have clarity I didn't have before, and I just smiled. I said, that's the shepherd's head beginning to come above and see what the sheep can't see. But now it's time to formally... Now it's time to formally uh, and publicly recognize this transfer and transition. Before we do, I want, to acknowledge that, I want to acknowledge that what has happened during my tenure has only been possible through the help, the support, the service, the love and prayers of many over the years. I was thinking this morning of two ladies, one of whom's gone to be with the Lord and the other who's not able to attend here anymore, who prayed us into this position. <laughs> For these people, I can never possibly express our gratitude. There have been times of great challenge, and I know that's what held us up and held us firm has been the prayer, your prayers, the prayers of others, without which we wouldn't still be here. For these people, I am forever grateful. I want to especially thank our staff, our office staff, who get all the, the things done that need to get done. I want to thank our, our pastoral team, Pastor Michael, who always brings peace and calm with his great teaching and his great counsel and his friendship. Pastor Ray. When I had to suddenly take this church over, he came to me and he said those words. As I was with your successor, I will be with you. And he has been my right hand in many ways for all these years, for which I will ever grateful. Thank you for your faithfulness and your love and support. We've had a great media team, and, but I want to especially thank Mike LaLiberty because whether you know it or not, Mike and I have worked very closely together over these 14 years with the TV program Catch the Truth. And I can't begin to thank the elders who have been with me, supporting me, helping me, and praying through all the things we've gone through, and especially through this. Brent Gilliam, dear friend of mine, former headmaster of SCA, Gary Johnson, who's been a great source of wisdom and counsel. Paul Oladapo, who can't be here today, they're in Nigeria because of his funeral for Flora's mother. But he's been a tremendous support in prayer. And Gordon Udall has been a friend. Gordon and I, for 10 years, he worked with, served with me to do school of ministry. And he, together with Debbie, have been very loyal and helpful in strengthening us. But I also want to remember the elders that are not with us here today because they've gone on to their reward. Denny Sullivan, who this would be a huge day for him. He was, he was one of the first to recognize that there was a special call on Pastor Chris's life. And I know his prayers are a very important part of where we've come to today. Brother Louis Stevenson. <clears throat> With all his joy and love and support. Link Massa. Link became like a brother to me through the difficult times 
He was able to give me older man's counsel. And I would never have made it without his help and support. I remember Chris Pina and his love and faithfulness. And of course, Alan Andrews, he's still here in this world, but he's not with us at this church any longer. Finally, I want to thank my family, those that are watching online today that couldn't be here there on the West Coast and other parts. Uh, your love and support, especially in the earlier years when you were all living at home. It's not easy being a PK, pastor's kid. And I appreciate all their help. And a poor, a, above all, maybe the, the love and support of my son and precious daughter-in-law. When I had to suddenly take this over, they took me under the wing and they, they helped us and they provided their love and support. Honey, would you come up? But there's one person above all that I have to thank. Fifty-six years ago, this woman thought she was marrying a lawyer. <laughs> big ideas, big dreams, big house in mind, <clears throat> vacation homes. No challenges, no difficulties. Only to find out down the road that's not God's plan for our life. This is not what you ever wanted. And there have been times this is not what you really wanted at all. <laughs> And you wanted out, and I could understand. But through the difficult times, the hard times, you had been faithfully there with me. In spite of the frustrations you've had, your heart has been there. And I want to publicly acknowledge my love and gratitude for your support and your faithfulness to be always, always by my side. Stay up here. I'm going to ask Pastor Chris and Jen to come up. And Ron, there are two bags there. If you bring those bags up, would you come up, guys? We learned this from Pastor Sam and Sherilyn. This is, this is actually your mother was in her heart to give you. It's a passion Bible. It's a bound passion Bible because of the passion that's in your heart, that God has put your, in your heart. And I've written in there that the key guiding for you is to always keep that passion strong and hard. And the passion, there it is. I know you're a man of God's word. Okay. Now, Jen, <laughs> this I picked out for you. <laughs> it's not very sentimental, but it's very practical. Okay. And it's about, it's a book on... <laughs> you want to pull it out? 
No, it's not a hammer. <laughs> Overcoming when you feel overwhelmed. <laughs> Okay. In a moment, we're going to call um, the elders and we're going to call the pastors and their wives up and lay hands on you. But I just wanted to share something from you from our hearts. First of all, when I took over, Lafayette Scales called me. And he said, John, you need to understand something, that the DNA that God has put in you is the DNA that God has for this church going forward. You're not Pastor Sam, and you're not Pastor David. God has put in you two the DNA he has for this church going forward. You're not me, and you're not her. And, I, and, and people need to understand this is hard for a congregation because you develop a relationship with your pastor and to recognize that the person God now brings as your new pastor, new leader, in his case, he's lead pastor. In that case, they have what you're going to need going forward. And God has built in them what you need going forward. And I know it's hard sometimes to have to let go of what you're used to, but I encourage you to embrace what God has given to you in this gift in them as well as the other gifts that we have. Now, oh, yeah, I know beyond that. Aside from all of that, I want to talk to you as my son and my daughter-in-law. I couldn't be prouder of the man of God that you are and the woman of God you are, of the father and the mother that you are, of the character and the nature that you have displayed and made evident through all your years, but especially here. This is one of the greatest privileges of, my, of our life. It's, it's, a, it's a dual edge, but it's a great privilege to be able to have this moment come where we pass this on to you. And just to know how much we've loved your support and your help in all the areas of our life. And just trust as we get old, you'll take care of us. <laughs> Wait, we needed a little levity to break the moment there. <laughs> and now I want to charge you. In Second Timothy... Why don't you come out here so they can see you a little bit? Don't. In 2 Timothy, Paul warns his son in the faith that difficult times will come, and he gives him instructions. I advise you to learn those instructions that he gave to Timothy. But chapter 4 sums it up with a specific charge to Timothy, and this is what I felt to give to you. I charge you therefore before God, and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and at his kingdom, to preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, listen to this, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers who will turn their ears away from truth and turn aside to fables. But you, 
Be watchful in all things. Endure afflictions and do the work of an evangelist and fulfill your ministry. There's one more. In 1 Peter chapter 5, Peter charges the overseers to do this. Shepherd the flock of God which is among you, serving as overseers not by compulsion, but willingly, not for dishonor or gain, but eagerly, not as being lords over those who entrusted you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive your crown of glory that never, ever fades away. Amen. At this point, at this point I want to call the elders up and the pastors and their wives, and I'm going to move this back. If you come up, and Ron, there's a little bottle under there with a, uh, a cloth, and the bottle's a little sticky. It's anointing oil. In fact, let's come down here where there's more room. Pastor Sam and Sherilyn, would you come join us? I'm going to ask the pastor's wives to... To lay, lay, or the lives, wives to lay hands on the on Jen, and the men to lay hands on Pastor Chris. Pastor Sam, do you want to first pray first? Can you can you guys uh, can you like join hands? I mean, with your husband, not with me. <laughs> Congregation, you can extend your hands. Uh, where's that uh, bottle of oil? Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. That's good. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we anoint them with oil today. We thank you, Lord. I, I need a little bit more of that. I want to anoint their hands too. I need their hands. It's good. I just, now this is this is going to be it's going to be a little messy right there. Your hands, your hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lay hands on Pastor Chris and Jen. We anoint them with oil today it's a symbol of the Holy Spirit and his power his anointing we pray over them we thank you Lord for an impartation that is taking place right now into their hearts into their minds into their whole being in the mighty name of Jesus all the gifts and abilities of the Holy Spirit that are needed as they take on this role and this responsibility, the anointing that is needed. We speak that over them now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for the blood of Jesus over their lives, over their families, over their son and daughter and 
family members. Thank you, Father, for protecting them from all evil and all harm. Lord, I pray that there will be a mighty unity and love in their lives and in this congregation. Thank you, Father. This verse came coming to me, kept coming to me this morning, and I think it's Proverbs twenty-seven, twenty-three, where it says, "Know the state of your flocks." And I don't know why the Holy Spirit had me give you that. Know the state of your flocks. That's a word to a shepherd. Thank you, Father, for the love and compassion that you've given. To them for this congregation, Jesus' name, Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lay hands on Pastor Chris and transfer to him the authority, the vision, and the responsibility that you have put on me. We thank you for the grace the faithfulness, the protection, the wisdom, and all that will be needed, that you open the windows of heaven and pour out on him a flood of revelation and wisdom, direction and discernment. We pray for protection. Satan, we bind you. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind you in the name of Jesus from this process. We bind you in the name of Jesus from the call, the anointing, the leadership, and all that you've, all that our Father has ordained. And Father, we thank you that just as I stood on the shoulders of those that go before me, and He now stands on my shoulders, that He will build a foundation even beyond where you take this church even beyond. Help them to keep the heart that's in them now. To protect that heart, guard them from the distractions and things that would of life that would try to pull them away from their passion for you, and continue to strengthen their marriage, and strengthen their family, and watch over them. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness to this church, your faithfulness to us, and your faithfulness to them. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Can we can we pray for the son and and, and for, for the son Jonathan and and your yeah just want to pray with you with your parents didn't want you to be left out over there come Father in the name of Jesus I thank you for this family. Lord, I thank you for the anointing of God that is on Jonathan and their daughter. What's your daughter's name? Emma. Emma in ORU. I pray for them. Lord, I don't know what you have for them, if they're going to be here helping, but most likely they will. Don't know. But Lord, I pray that you will bless them spiritually and physically, mentally, emotionally, and financially. Bless them and make them a blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you.
Thank you all for your prayers and participation in that. Don't sit down. (laughs) It's your next. And now here is your new lead pastor, Pastor Chris. Amongst the, amongst the pastors last night at dinner that they wanted to know what kind of oil I wanted on me. <laughs> said 10W30, maybe synthetic, but I don't think it's synthetic. But thank you. This was very much an honor and a privilege. Um, but I, 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 I want to talk about my parents a little bit before I do something else here and talk about vision and a few things. And we are going to go a little bit over. Is that okay? I don't know why I'm asking you, but because I usually want to be protective of that. Um, thank you. Thank you. Ooh, man. Thank you for your love. Thank you for everything this morning. Thank you, worship team, this morning. Wow, that was a great sense of worship. Thank you, Verda, for consistency there as well. Um, And you for showing up. Thank you. And those are online today, too. We're grateful you guys could be with us today. I certainly didn't imagine this day to come so soon, I think, as Pastor John was mentioning, too, and mom and dad turning a page, but even more that I'm a part of that page turning. Mm. On many levels today, it is emotional, but it's sweet. It is certainly sweet and being part of that. It is amazing to continually see the great orchestrator at work, God at work, in your individual lives, but how what a great testimony today in this church at FCC. And that in our consistency of following Christ, we know there's going to be that word change, right? We know it in life, but certainly when you're following Christ, because if you're following Christ, you're always in motion, keeping our eyes set on Him, right? But we can rest assured in that, that if we do that, ugh, His grace and His faithfulness will follow as we're following Him. Toss in just a few corny quotes about change. Actually, this first one's pretty relevant, I think. It says, uh, an author said this one time, change is inevitable, but growth is optional. It's up to you at that point, how you handle change and go forward. Another quote, the only way to make sense of change is to plunge into it, move with it, and join the dance with it. There's usually a song to it. For all the years I've known my dad, 51, as Pastor Sam mentioned, I've always seen that call on your life as a son. I always see him working through you ever since you stepped foot on this campus and as we came to a family uh, for the very first time here. And then as the lead, excuse me, the senior pastor, 
as you touched upon it too. I've seen the behind the scenes of how you could bring stability to a church in disarray. And we know when that was. But that is because of your love and dedication to you, the people at Faith Christian Center. I've seen over and over your appetite (laughs) for teaching God's Word. Especially over the last few years of really laser focusing in on of knowing who God is and who He is to each and every one of us and how that reflects in our daily lives. Some over the years may have understood some of your tough-weighted decisions you've made. Some not so much behind the scenes have understood this. But I've seen you follow His voice every time through that noise. The great orchestrator knows what he was calling you to do and how each and us are part of that in the big picture of Faith Christian Center. God's hand has been steady over and over between you, mom and dad. And you've always been focused to give him glory all the time. And you know what's a hard thing that we all want to learn and earn someday? But God trusts you. He does. Faithful servant. These aren't for me. Come on up. <laughs> if you, yes, if you guys would come up for a minute. Jan, if you could bring my water with me. Thank you. Just have a few quick things to give. Um, as Pastor Sam had said too, under also the assumption that you guys are a part of this and the gift giving. You say, what did we get them? You're about to find out, right? First of all, today is not a retirement party. It is not. You still, and Miss Anita will be here as we heard before. And none of these are beach chairs. Okay, so let's get that out of the way. But mom, Miss Anita, there's some flowers to you. But on behalf of our pastoral team, elders, and our church, Thank you for being here for Him first. Thank you for your prayers, your supportive role, which may not at times have caused you to be in front of a mic, but every time you were, you spoke a timely word. And we appreciate that. I know your consistent prayer for your husband, your family, and the church daily to hear God's will and to be supportive. I also, we want to thank you for when you did speak at times and just interacting. You always brought a word of encouragement. Encouragement. Remembering that we need to celebrate his love every day for us. That every day is a new day. I also want to thank you for your protectiveness to your husband, to family, and church. All in that order. (laughs) But we thank you very much for that. I did also want to, we wanted to give you this. As I said earlier, you're a woman of prayer. So this is a small token of a pastor's wife and a disposition that is probably familiar to you of a pastor's wife praying for her husband, her church, and her family. So take that, all right? 
We appreciate your support and everything you've done for that. Pastor John, again, well, yeah, don't hide. We thank you for your dedication to leading us always, looking to Christ's hand and God's heart in every manner of what you did. Many times you had to fight for our congregation and it was fighting on your knees. When many people tried to pull you up to fight in different methods, you stayed on your knees so God could be glorified in everything you did. Wanted to give, we want to give you this too. It is a painting. And it's a painting that I believe when you closed your eyes every time uh, before making any weighted decisions for our church, before ministering one-on-one to anybody, I believe it's truly a vision you saw you, when you closed your eyes and you would not step out until you saw this. And I believe as a pastoral team moving forward, we are going to be seeing the same thing and we do the same thing. But this is a picture of Jesus holding his hand out, asking you to come and follow him on the water. Because it was a thing you always needed to see, I believe in my heart, every time you minister. So we thank you for that. For the second presentation, it's an award, an award. <laughs> Jim Carrey, the Grinch. Anybody ever said an award? Yeah. All right, all right. Jokes aside. So this is more of an appreciation award, uh, and on it is a scripture which we almost touched today earlier. Is First Samuel twelve twenty four. Uh, as we know, Samuel was a prophet to influence Israel, and also had some pastoral roles along the way. But he was very faithful in hearing God's heart to lead people and be an influencer for God's people. And I believe you've done that every step of the way. Every step of the way. Hmm. The first part of this verse... In 1 Samuel, it says, Be sure to fear the Lord and faithfully serve Him. Pastor John, you have feared the Lord along the way. And you've taught us to fear as well too. Not a fear of a stoic God that was looking down upon us to be ready to fry us. But a holy God. A God of reverence. A God of love. That we would get to know more when we knew His ways more. And knowing every day as it grew into us that the fear that we are nothing without God. And you've been faithful to that. In the second part of this verse, it says, and you will know how good he has been to you through your faithfulness. I know you already know some part of it, but I believe the second part of the verse is speaking to your future years ahead. Because as you continue to walk your life out, you will see more and more how God has had his hand on you and will continue to do things for you and honor you for what you've done for him because he trusts you. So here is an award. In deep gratitude 
Sorry, it's hard to read here. In deep gratitude for... It's so small print, it was inexpensive that way. So I'm sorry. That's my fault. Let's go with the fine print. Oh, my goodness. Can you read this, son? I'm sorry. I know what it said a while ago, but can you read that? I think it would be great. Can you? Pastor John, we appreciate you. It's Appreciation Award of your serving to be faithful to Faith Christian Center, and it has a Faith Christian Center logo at the bottom. So thank you. And then we had a, um, as I dismiss you, not you guys, if I dismiss them, uh, we had a five to six minute video that I think you'll appreciate, but I think you need to sit down for it. So thank you. Thank you, Pastor John. Thank you. Play the video. asleep in the other room, uh, but he says he loves you and wishes he could be on this video. Anyways, we just want to send you a message from Los Angeles saying we love you. Uh, we're so proud of you. 
and you know, just thankful for all the years you've put into the ministry with Faith Christian Center. Uh, from the moment Mark and I were in third grade, the first time we went to Faith Christian Center uh, with you, just not understanding the, the impact that place would have on our lives and especially on your life. I uh, wish we could be there in person and we just want to send our love from Los Angeles to you and kind of finish with this thought of, you know, this is a chapter closing for you. Uh, but we want to send encouragement to you. This is just the end of one chapter and a new chapter is beginning and we can't wait to see what this next chapter holds for you uh, and we will support you and love you in this next chapter and we love you so much we love you and thank you for everything that you do everything that you have learned through the years we're gonna pass it on to luca we love you and we hope you take some rest some well-deserved rest Absolutely. and we love you and we're happy for you Love you guys. Hi, Mom and Dad. Yes, I did just roll out of bed. No, I did not just rob a bank. Uh, I keep this short and sweet for Chris's request. Uh, I love you very much. Uh, you guys have been such faithful uh, uh, husband and wife to Faith Christian Center for, for so long, for decades, as long as I can remember, since I think third grade. Uh, and um, that place has uh, become what it is because of your faithfulness, your dedication, your teaching, um, and your presence. Um, and I know everybody there uh, is insanely grateful for that. Uh, I'm grateful for being you know, part of your life as, as your son, but also uh, as my pastor as well. Um, and I love you so much, and I need to end this now. Love you, Mom and Dad. Pastor John, good morning. We are so glad to be part of this very special service today. On behalf of the staff, we wanted to go ahead and be able to honor you today on this special Sunday. And also, from my family and I to you, we want to say a heartfelt thank you for all your service to the Lord. Pastor John, it's been a pleasure working with you for these past few years, and uh, it's been a pleasure to get to know you. Uh, my favorite part was cleaning your bathroom every week, and uh, <laughs> look forward to be seeing you around. Pastor John, thank you for your service, your years of service to FCC. Pastor John, Sue and I would like to thank you for always making us feel welcome and feel the love of Faith Christian Center through you. Thank you. Pastor John, we'd like to thank you for showing us how to know God closer all these years. Pastor John, we'd just like to say thank you for the opportunity to serve under you. What a blessing it has been. Pastor John, thanks for all these years that I was able to film you, record you, edit you, slice and dice you, and make you look as good as possible. All the studio time, it's been great. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor John, for constantly beating me up and bringing me to where I need to be in the Lord. Thank you for all that you have taught me. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pastor John. We appreciate you so much for your years of dedication and commitment, and thank you for being so instrumental in my life as well. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor John. Uh, thank you for all your years of service and also to Miss Anita for all the support that you've given Pastor John. We love you both and we won't miss you because you'll still be around. Love you both. Thank you, thank you for Michael putting that together and we finally got him in front of a camera, Michael Liberty. So. 
I would, you should tell my steady hand I was going like that with the camera, so maybe I can work on media at some point. But again, wow, what an emotional roller coaster today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, my brother Mark literally just got out of bed. I woke him up to do that. If you're watching, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but we appreciate that. The wishes from, well wishes from LA. Well, as we forge through the rest of today, bear with me. I just have a few things we want to go through. How are we doing? Good? Good. Good. Okay, good. I just want to say again how honored I am to step into this role. Uh, It would not be possible as I begin to hear the calling more clearer than ever, ever. And the support of my great family, Jen, Emma, John, mom, dad, uh, amazing pastoral team, uh, the staff, and certainly the elders, I thank you very much. I do want to put a stake in the ground right now. I have no plan moving forward but God's plan. I have no agenda for self-ambition, but his agenda to serve you, the church body. I am certain about a few elements, though, moving forward that will be constant as we continue on. The plan and agenda of God's will continue at Faith Christian Center as we continue as a community growing more into following Christ and what he's telling us to do. It'll even involve more people, as Pastor Sam was saying, involved that are sitting next to you There'll be more people because we have to share the good news that we have in us. All right? As Pastor John said earlier, I am not Pastor John. But I will fever. This isn't a clip-on, by the way. It is a real tie. Take pictures because it's probably not here next week. But that's okay. Um, But as he did, I will fervently be seeking the face of Christ and with a great pastoral team and elders seeking great counsel along the way. I was wrestling to mention this, um, but I will. Many seasons in my life of growing up in ministry under my parents and then falling away for a bit and coming back, uh, I've had people speak into my life, call it prophecy or what have you, Uh, And I would never really connect the dots. But the theme was the same. And these were people I didn't even know. They would say, and today certainly will confirm it, that you will do works for God that will lead to others following and giving glory to God. So I take that as a confirmment and I don't take that lightly. I'm very much thankful for all the church family here to give me support and encouragement over the past months and the years as well. And for some, I understand I might even have to earn your trust. I take that as a great opportunity. For some of you, maybe halfway out the door. That's okay. Whatever spectrum you're on, as a pastoral team and myself and all our leaders, we want to be very clear that we want you to be where you are called to be. And we agree that if you're truly hungering after the God and following Christ, it'll be clear to you. It'll be clear to you. I also want to assure you that a lot of the small and big changes that you've seen in the last few years, they're all changes of where we've already been heading. Where we've already been heading. As much as I currently know, the name Faith Christian Center will still be Faith Christian Center. 
Pastor Sam did not by accident put center at the end of Faith Christian. And I think we have yet to fulfill that as we continue on following him. The mission is not changing the Faith Christian Center. It is still the same mission. The vision isn't either. The vision is what we see to support the mission. But in that vision, we're going to be a little bit more laser-focused and intentional on how we're walking what we're here and called to do. That means when you come here to find value, hey, you may also bring value too. Know that. Know that. I tell our staff... Maybe in my good days or bad days. I tell my staff, be excited but never be comfortable. Our mission comes from Matthew 28 and Ephesians 4. We all know this. To reach those that are near and far from God, to share the good news and make disciples for us to have steady jobs? No, for His glory. In this we will be working to bring those here already to become more equipped to do the work of the ministry. Not just the ministry under this roof, but the ministries in your neighborhoods, in your rhythms of your life, your coworkers, your families and friends. As Pastor Sam said earlier, and fish that we swim with. Right? Which causes us to equally focus on our vision. As we know, we've always had, and maybe you don't know, because sometimes we haven't said it enough. But our vision, again, to support our mission is three key words, reaching, teaching, and connecting. Reaching our world with God's love, teaching the truths of God's word, and connecting as a community. We do teach very well. Thank you for our pastoral teams, guest speakers, and that will continue preaching the word of God. But the teaching will even go beyond this pulpit beyond the stage as we focus more and more to reach God's love and connect as a church community and to those that are out and about in our daily lives. We have been establishing ministries that are gearing us towards this already through our personal ministries, uh, the Ignite Men's uh, Group, the Flourish Group for Women and Extraordinary Marriages, the small groups that continue to grow, the Community Connections Team that has impacted many communities during COVID that we've ever done in our life as a church of getting supplies needs to our Jerusalem in our backyard. That has happened because you have been faithful to the call too. Ministry is coming closer to your front door. It really is. And this will help us become more the body of Christ. And as we continue to walk and learn more of how much victory we really can walk in, because of what was done on Calvary for each of many every one of us. The power in that. A family is what we are, which invokes the passion, but community is what we do to fulfill our purpose. Write that on the tables of your heart. We are here for something that will reach beyond what we know, because we serve such a big God that wants us involved. And he has big plans for each and every one of us and certainly Faith Christian Center. We stand on broad shoulders that were mentioned earlier of senior pastors before us. Pastor Sam, my goodness, wow. Pastor Dave. And certainly Pastor John as well too. So we hope everyone will continue to follow and come along on this journey at Faith Christian Center. We are not the perfect church. Do I hear an amen? Let's get over that. But we are a church that is positioned to follow Christ. 
and lead and hear His voice every step of the way. Again, I am honored to serve here and to serve you. I can't say enough that, made, whew, that makes just a little bit easier but serving with our pastoral team, Pastor Paul, Pastor Mike, and Pastor Ray. Thank you for locking arms with me. Yes. Together as our trust for each other continues to grow and our different giftings continue to be exhibited and grow, we will be fulfilling God's call for Faith Christian Center. Not for our glory, but only His glory. Only His glory. We will be able to accomplish more than we ever have before, I believe, because of the times and days we are in. Just watch the news at night. Church, we all need to lead with love. Whatever we do in our individual lives or even in this room, we have to lead with love. Not the mechanical surface type of love that sometimes even me as a German gets prone to. <laughs> love you. <laughs> but we got to go beyond that. But a love that is an overflow from God's love for us. Pastor Sam, Miss Sherilyn, thank you for coming out today. Yes, and being a part of this journey. You have been a part of this journey, as Pastor John said before, and your love and support has been immense. Been immense. It's about 1119. You guys aren't even getting antsy. All right, well, I have my sermon I prepared. No, I'm just kidding. Come on, I worked on it. No, 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 no. All right, well... As we, <laughs> as we pray us out, come to a close here. It's been certainly a special day. Um, I heard there is some refreshments, donuts, kids, a lot of sugar, uh, in the room over there uh, that they will open up very soon. Uh, you're welcome to stay to help celebrate. Again, donuts and coffee. Uh, please, PSA, and PSA announcement, please, because we care or because our maintenance manager cares. Keep the food <laughs> in there if you would. That would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. Can you, we all stand? And I want to thank Common Ground today to help hosting what uh, is about to happen with the coffee and donuts. What a wonderful day, though. Thank you so much. This has been great. Until next week. But please join me in prayer, if you would. Father God, mm, Abba Father, hallowed be your name. We thank you for all you have done for us. And we thank you for your continued strength to hold this church in your hands. Lord, as you know, 40 years has not come by, by by accident, Father God, but by your faithfulness and the faithfulness of other servants who've been called here. Jesus, you are not just our Savior, but you are almighty Lord and King. We worship you. Thank you for loving us and that the love that led you to us, Father God. Let our love for one another grow greater as we become together the body of Christ. For your glory, Father God. Let us be able to minister across the aisles of our life, Lord. Because people are on your heart and the people around us. 
Holy Spirit, you are welcome here in this room and in our lives to take full control as we continue to walk out our purpose here at church. We want to hear more from you, Holy Spirit, in our lives as you guide us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. I've got to mention, certainly, if you have been here for the first time.